Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of A Better You by your host, Fernando Ramirez. That is me. Hello. Welcome, you guys. I am so excited for today's episode. It is definitely a topic that a lot of us are trying to work through and just learn to be better from. And that is eliminating negative thoughts and cultivating a positive mindset as well as just an optimistic mindset and just becoming an overall optimistic person. I've definitely been through rough patches where I'm in a negative thought loop and I simply cannot get out of it. I need other people to help me. And this episode, we're really going to do a deep dive on this topic and try to work through it. If you're struggling through this, know that you're not alone and that we're going to get through it together. And we're also going to talk about how to cultivate a positive mindset because not going to lie, I have been told many times that I am a very positive person. And although a lot of it can be inherent, inherent inherent is that the word inherit i also believe that a big part of being an optimistic person is the mindset that you have which is completely up to you and you can choose to have that mindset i also think that being a positive person and having an optimistic mindset can attract you so many good opportunities friendships relationships and ultimately help you just live a happier life where you are going after your dreams and just you know living living your best life that's that's all i can say i've been gathering a lot of of information through different books and through the internet so I'm super excited to show you guys what I've got before we jump into this episode make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as following the Instagram at a better you by Fernanda make sure that you give this podcast a rate if you haven't already and make sure you leave a review because I love reading your reviews and I think starting next week I'm going to pick a review to read at the beginning of every podcast so if you have the lucky review I will give you a shout out on the pod so 
Before we get into it, let's do a little self-check-in. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Am I talking too fast? I always have to give myself a little bit of a self-check because I am a naturally very fast talker and whenever I get into flow, I just cannot slow it down. So I'm trying to be more mindful of that. But today has been a very productive sunny day. I tanned on my balcony. I do only have like a sliver of sun and I probably look really pathetic to people that are in the buildings beside me being like girl it's freezing just because there's sun does not mean you need to be tanning on your balcony right now but that's what I did this morning um I also got some sushi for myself I went to the park I had a little solo date I had a kombucha I've just been having a good day today and I'm feeling pretty positive because the past few days I've spent with a lot of new friends and just having good experiences that don't involve going out or like partying or you know drinking things like that I've been working out a lot with friends. I recently just made a new friend and we went to a soccer game, which was super fun and out of my comfort zone. So that was really fun to do. And my whole family was just in Mexico and my dad came back last night and my brother. So I went to dinner with him, caught up with him. He's listening to this right now. Hello, Victor. But yeah, I just feel pretty like satisfied and content and full because I've filled my social cup and I filled my work cup. I just feel very productive right now. So anyways, I'm coming at you from a positive mindset, a positive aura, and I hope that you're doing well as well. If you're not and it's been a little bit of a slower week for you or something happened that was unfortunate, I guess this podcast episode is for you because we're going to talk about how to switch that around and find the good in all that there is, I guess. Finding the positive in whatever bad situation that you have. So yeah, that's... That's my update. Why don't we jump into today's episode because I I just want to get into it. Last year, when I was in my little rut phase, my boyfriend stood by me the entire time and he had to listen to me complain and me just be annoying and sad and negative. And you know what? It probably wasn't a good vibe to be around, but this Christmas, he got me a book and it was very fitting for the little season that I had there. And it is called How to Eliminate Negative Thinking by Derek Howell. On the cover of the book, it says that this book is going to help me overcome negativity, control my thoughts, and stop overthinking. It's also going to shift my focus into positive thinking, self-acceptance, and radical self-love. And I read this book recently because it was sitting on my desk. And after reading it, I got really inspired to make this episode because I thought this is something that everybody struggles with. It's something that I struggle with. And although some of the tips can seem like such common sense, when you are in that state of mind, it is so hard to change the way you're thinking and you kind of feel like you're doomed. You feel hopeless. You feel like there's no way that you're going to get out of the situation. And it's a really shitty feeling to feel because you can feel alone or you can feel that nobody understands you or you just feel so down that you don't know how to get out of it. And sometimes I think that we can get even comfortable in those thoughts, even if it's the last thing that we want. We get a little bit comfortable and we just accept it for what it is when in reality we can shift our thoughts into more positive ones and cultivates our little garden of thoughts in our brain into beautiful flowers that we water, that we constantly are pouring love into. Therefore, we can outwardly share our love and just be a better human towards whoever we come across. And again, I just want to say, if you're diagnosed with something or you have a mental illness, I know that it's a different story and I know that it's much deeper than me giving you tips on like how to overcome your negative thoughts because that is like, it's just a way deeper problem. But when you do get into these negative mind spaces, it's 
really unfortunate. And even if you don't mean to, you are exuding a negative aura and it can affect all the other people around you. And that's the last thing you want because I'm sure you've even experienced being around a negative person and it kind of makes you just never want to hang out with them again because it puts you down and it brings the overall mood down. And again, sometimes they can't control it. Sometimes you can't control it. But in the cases where you are choosing to have these thoughts, it is, in my opinion, a pretty negative quality, as I'm sure you all can agree with me. So in this book by Derek Howell, it says that negative thinking refers to a thought process in which one only sees the worst aspects of things, events, people, and experiences. It talks about how negative thinkers always expect the worst out of a situation and they really lower their standards and sometimes it's out of insecurity or they don't want to get their hopes up so they purposely look for the worst in situations or they just downplay a situation to avoid disappointment, whatever it may be. And honestly, having this mindset can just manifest in so many different ways and you can manifest bad situations even if you don't mean it. So for that reason, if you are having any negative thoughts or voicing negative thoughts to fit into a certain situation, be careful careful because it can manifest into your life in so many different ways. So, you know, we don't we don't want to even have those thoughts in the first place. So anyways, negative thoughts, at least in my case, happen a lot of the times when I'm on my phone too much or I'm scrolling and I'm looking into other people's lives or I'm comparing myself to someone else. I feel like that's a big one, comparison. I think a lot of people struggle with that and it's something that I myself am even trying to navigate. So I don't have all the answers to that, but I think another root of having negative thoughts is being super worried about either something that's going to happen in the future or something that happened in the past and you keep reliving it. And either way, both scenarios, you aren't being present. So I think that's a really big important thing to realize. Either way, it's not happening right now. And I think the biggest thing that you can do to combat this is practicing mindfulness, whether that be in like a meditative state or like doing something that is really calming or relaxing to you or really grounds you and you just kind of get out of your own head. Some things that I will say is that when you are having negative thoughts, there's a lot of ways that you can go about it. The first side, I guess, being that you can resort to very unhealthy coping mechanisms, which could be like ignoring it, avoiding it, suppressing it, pretending like it's not there, sleeping instead of handling it. And although those might be temporary reliefs, I guess, from the situation at hand, it really is only passing those negative thoughts into the future for when you're going to have to deal with them again. So I think it's really important to recognize. And, you know, when you are having these negative thoughts, maybe write them down and be like, hey, what am I thinking of? Why am I thinking like this? And what am I doing to deal with this? Because if it is one of those negative things, you need to stop doing that. That is definitely not going to help you. And it's only prolonging the process for when you actually have to deal with it. And your body is going to realize it too. I feel like something that I've noticed is that whenever I'm in a negative situation or I'm thinking negative things, it starts to show up in my body, whether that be rashes or maybe you're having trouble sleeping, maybe you're having stomach problems. Like your body will tell you if you're overthinking about negative things or you're in a negative situation. So yeah, I think we really want to avoid having those negative coping mechanisms. Now that we've laid them all out, I want to bring attention to the ways that we can reframe these negative thoughts and turn them into much more positive thoughts. This is really going to take work, but just know that it is something that you're capable of doing and that you have the power to change your mind and your mindset. Honestly, I think the first thing you need to do is when you are having these negative feelings, really pinpoint why are you feeling that way and what caused you to feel this way? What triggered you and why can't you get past it? Because I'm sure that you have a reason and even if it doesn't come to the forefront, I think that's one of those moments where you should journal about it and really try to get to 
a place where you can say like what you want out of the situation and for me sometimes I can have these obsessive thinking patterns when I'm avoiding something and as much as we are avoiding it and we don't want to actually deal with it I think that the number one thing you can do is just face it straight on and take action whether you're overthinking about a situation a problem an interaction figure out what you can do and if you can do anything because if you can do something deal with it head on stop avoiding it stop using all these other distractions to try to minimize it or make it go away you have to face it head on and think logically like what can I actually realistically do about this and if there isn't something that I can do about it why is it in the back of my why am I overthinking it so we have one practice self-awareness and self-observation so you can realize if you are having negative thoughts and why they're happening try to really pinpoint the reason for this and if after you've done all that and there isn't an option for you to take action I think another thing that you can do is really set aside time to worry which sounds kind of funny but sometimes when you are having these obsessive thoughts it can kind of creep into your personal life or your work life and I feel like I've read this everywhere and I've seen it everywhere that if you're having some sort of thoughts and it's really affecting your day-to-day life you need to just try your best to forget about it and set a time to really think it through talk to somebody just really work through it in a specific time frame rather than having it cloud over your head throughout your day-to-day life because it really is going to affect and bleed into other avenues of your life another thing that I think that you can do if you are having these obsessive thoughts is get out of your head and reconnect with people in real life whether that be you're in your apartment you're overthinking you're stuck maybe take a walk outside and just see people in public sometimes honestly that does help me and I see people laughing or playing with their kids and it kind of makes me realize that even though I am living in my own head and I am living in my own world I am like a little speck in this huge world and like it's not all about me there's so many things happening all around me and I just need to step outside of my shoes I also want to say that it's really important to be compassionate and patient and kind with yourself because it's really normal to have these thoughts and almost every single person in the world if not everybody struggles with this from time to time and you're not alone in this like literally everybody has this and even myself I have times where I'll get in really low states because I can't get something out of my head and I think you just need to again step outside of your shoes and be like girl just take a breather chill for a minute like this whole problem and this whole negative mindset that you're having is only in your head and having this negative mindset like it really does make you see the world differently because you're seeing everything out of this like gray lens and you need to change your perspective and stop seeing out of those lenses now if you were to ask me what I do when I'm having this negative mindset is I love to talk to other people about it for two reasons, but starting off with number one, I love talking to other people when I'm in these states because I can freely express myself, and by this I mean make sure you are talking to someone that you can trust and that you know is not going to judge you, is not going to make you feel bad about whatever you're feeling and somebody that can hold space for you and if you do need to kind of warn them or something you can message them or talk to them in person and be like look I have a lot going on in my head do you think that you can just listen to what I have to say and give me some advice and I'm sure if these are loved people or people that are very close to you they would do that for you but I love telling other people what my issue is because it lets me hear another perspective hear another opinion and sometimes they really help ground me and make me realize that it isn't all that I'm making it up to be in my head. I feel like sometimes we can get an idea really worked up and we feel like it's the biggest deal in the world. It's a make or break situation. And all we need is for somebody else to tell us 
it's not that deep, you are fine, look at it from this different viewpoint. And it's super helpful. So I highly recommend talking to other people and telling them what you're feeling so that they can either one, ground you, to give you a different perspective. Maybe they've already been through the situation you've been in. Maybe they're older than you. Maybe they can see your problem from just like an overview and they can help you work through it or they can give you solutions for how you can fix this or they can help you see on the bright side. So I do think that's really important and that's probably my number one way that I deal with having these negative thoughts. And I also want to say that sometimes telling your problems to other people is very validating because, you know, they'll give you the time of day and they'll tell you, I totally understand why you're feeling like this. It's so valid and it is nice to have somebody else say that to you. Like I said earlier, I think that when you are present and you're fully just being in the moment it's hard to have these negative thoughts because you're not thinking about the future you're not thinking about the past and it's really important to do things that make you feel grounded in the present moment for me that could be doing like yoga because you are fully supposed to take any thought out of your mind and that goes again with breath work or meditation but there are other activities that put you in kind of this meditative zone which could be doing the dishes listening to music dancing or kind of forgetting about the situation but like in a very healthy way like for example taking the night off and going to dance with your friends where you know you're gonna have laughter and joy and like make memories and you don't have to think and overthink about the same situation you can kind of just let loose and do an activity that is going to make you feel really good and in that moment. Another thing that I think is really helpful is turning to a creative outlet, whether that be drawing or painting or writing. I think that expressing whatever you're feeling out into something tangible is so relieving and relaxing and it's such a healthy coping mechanism for whatever situation you're going through. And I know I have a few friends that when they are having these negative mindsets, they do turn to like art and they'll be coloring or drawing and it doesn't even have to be good. It could just be whatever you're feeling just to get your mind off of whatever you're thinking about and onto paper. And it feels almost even productive and really soothing. For me, I think that I'm a very expressionate person through my voice. So as I said earlier, I like talking to people about it, but if I don't have anyone to talk to, I love doing like MacBook videos like I'll use my computer to do the photo booth and just press record and talk about my problems because sometimes when I say them out loud I can kind of work through them even 10 times better than when I'm thinking them in my head so just saying them out loud and for some reason having something record me makes me feel like what I'm saying is purposeful rather than just talking to myself with nothing recording so I personally love doing that um, which is also why I like vlogging because sometimes when I don't feel good I'll turn my vlog camera on and I'll like talk it out but if you're not into that I think a safe bet is to journal and not everybody is into journaling I feel like even myself sometimes whenever I'm writing in paper and pen my hand just gets so crampy after writing so many paragraphs and just so many words and I kind of hate it um, that I prefer to type on my computer and I'll just open up my notes app or my Google Docs app and I'll just write away whatever I'm feeling. And again, it just really helps me get my feelings into words. And sometimes you end up writing about things that you didn't even think you were thinking of. Like it's truly your subconscious coming through. And 
it really makes you just like realize what the problem is. And also, if you do have it recorded and you choose to save it, I think in the future you can go back to those things. And it's really nice reading it because you can realize how far you've come or how your thoughts in the past are so different to how they are in the future. Or you can even realize that when you felt your absolute lowest and you thought that things couldn't get better, you totally can surpass that and you can get through it. And something to note about that is to say that at whatever stage you're at, if you're listening to this right now, any negative thoughts that you've had in the past or thoughts that you thought you couldn't get out of or just really negative headspaces, the fact that you're listening to this now and the fact that you're here today means that you've been able to push forward and you're that strong. So when negative times come, you need to remind yourself that you've made it this far and that you have been able to deal with everything in the past. And not only that, but at this point, you've gained even more tools in your toolbox, as they say, or just experience to handle things in the future. So just remember that when you are having these negative thoughts and you're trying to figure out ways to quiet them or work through them. Another thing I really like to do when I'm in this headspace is to go outside and socialize or literally touch grass. I feel like we forget that nature is just so healing to us. And if you live near an ocean, I'm so jealous that you can just jump in the water and I literally do I live in Vancouver I live right on the coast but the water is so cold here so if you live by a warm beach I'm so jealous that you can just go spend time outside and go in there but for me in Vancouver here we have a lot of forests and we have a lot of places to go on walks and I think that going on a little hot girl walk is definitely going to clear your mind and maybe by the time you're done your walk you're going to realize okay I just needed to get outside I just needed to get out of my little cocoon of a home and see the outside world. I actually called my boyfriend today and I was telling him that I wanted to make an episode on dealing with negative thoughts and how to combat this. And I think that my boyfriend is a very, very positive person. I feel like he's never overthinking and never having negative thoughts. And sometimes I'll even ask him, like, do you even do you even think about things throughout the day? Do you even overthink? Because I swear you're always in a good mood. And so as I was telling him that I was going to film this podcast, I was like, Please give me some tips on how you stay positive and how you avoid these negative thoughts. And his response was something that I already had written down. I already knew that this was something that you should do. But he told me that he wakes up every morning and he's just so grateful and appreciative of the little things that it kind of helps silence any negative thoughts that he has. I think this is one of those moments where you're shifting from a negative outlook to a positive one where you're just so grateful to even be alive. You wake up in the morning in a comfy bed and you say, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for the bed that I have. I'm so grateful for the sun that's shining in my room right now. I'm so grateful that I have a comfy bed and comforters and I'm just so warm right now. Times like that, you are so appreciative of what you have that the negative thoughts that you do have, even though they can be so overpowering, you can at least try your best to focus on what good you do have and it really lets you point out the good in life and be aware of the small things, which I think is so important and can sometimes be really overlooked. The next thing that I do that always makes me feel good is to focus on things that make me have fun, that make me actually enjoy what I'm doing, that bring me joy. I feel like that's so common sense and it's like, okay, obviously if you do something you like, it's going to make you feel better. Yeah, okay. But sometimes when you're in this negative mindset, I feel like I just get into this mood where I'm like, I don't want to do anything. You almost get comfortable being in this negative mindset, but no, change your mind, reframe your thoughts and do things that make you feel good and that make you feel joy. This can be even doing a hobby and 
I specifically want to say that this spring we're going to focus on hobbies and I would love to make a full episode on this, but hobbies are things that you do that have no correlation to your job, have no correlation to, I don't know, work or a sport or something that's mandatory to do. It's just something that you do because it only brings you joy and that's purely the purpose of it. So remember to incorporate more fun things in your everyday life or maybe social plans, just whatever it is that you know makes you feel good. And the last point that I want to talk about that I really, really love, but when you're in these periods, you can get really down on yourself. And I think something that automatically always makes me feel better is to have things to look forward to. This was another one of those things that my boyfriend said that he does and he'll make a list of things that he's looking forward to. I always intentionally line up my week say on Mondays and I give myself things to look forward to whether that be social plans at the end of the week or I sign up for a bunch of different workout classes for the week so that I'm held accountable and I know that I have to show up to these places. That makes me really excited and it gets me in the mindset that I have to keep pushing and that I have to just keep living every single day because there's something that I've made a commitment to. I have a whole episode on how to romanticize your life and basically on ideas on how to enjoy your everyday life and I highly recommend listening to that episode if you haven't already. It's one of my favorites that I've recorded and I think I have a lot of really good ideas there and I think that switching your mindset to this one where you are romanticizing your everyday life is automatically going to put you in a much more positive mindset but I do think that it will make you feel a lot better if you do this. And something that I actually saw this guy on TikTok saying, which I thought was super cute, but he was saying that he does this list all the time, but when he can't think of reasons to make himself excited, he'll think of ways and make a list on how he can add value to his friend's life and how he can give his friends and family exciting things to look forward to, which I thought was super cute because if you can't do it for yourself, do it for other people. This could be maybe you told your friend, hey, I'm going to bake you a cake this weekend. And now they're so excited. They're holding you accountable and you know that you're going to bring them joy. Or you can host a Sunday home cooked dinner night and you tell your friends and family early on in the week. That'll give them something to look forward to. So things like that I think is super cute. I think it's a great idea to do and it's something that I definitely am going to do. So whenever you're done listening to this episode, I hope that you guys go to your little notes app and come up with a list on reasons for why you're excited for this next week or month or year. Another thing I want to say about having negative thoughts is that one of the ways that you can combat it in the first place is cultivating an environment that won't let you fall and slip into these mindsets in the first place. By this, I mean hanging around people that you know bring you up and lift you up and aren't negative. I've definitely been in environments where the people around me are super negative. They only see the worst in situations. They're always complaining. They're pointing out maybe flaws in other people and it's draining to be around it's so tiring it's so just annoying and it brings down the overall mood of everybody even if they're trying to do it or not so if it's possible for you to stay away from those types of people and stay around positive people I think it's gonna make all the difference for you it's gonna make you not look at the negatives and look at the positives appreciate the positives and being around positive people is just so 
motivating and uplifting because they might even bring you perspectives that you hadn't thought of before or their way of living and their way of thinking is just so inspiring that it's gonna rub off on you. One more thing that I want to mention is that by practicing all these techniques on reframing your negative thoughts and incorporating more positive ones, it definitely is gonna take time and it's not something that happens overnight. But if you're, first of all, aware that you are having these negative thoughts and you know where they're coming from, I think that's the first step to changing them because at least you know that they're there and they're not controlling you, but rather you have the chance to control them. In some time, you will be able to see the tangible differences and you're going to feel like a whole new person. Another thing that you can do in terms of cultivating a positive environment is having a good place that you actually live in. So I guess we already talked on the people around you, but the place that you live in also has a really big effect on your mindset and the thoughts that you have. If you have a dirty room with the windows closed and you're just not taking care of yourself, you're probably going to have a lower self-esteem or just feel a lot more lethargic, I think is the word, like when you just feel very down and maybe you start to see things with a negative lens. Whereas if you keep your environment clean and fresh and you treat it with love, it's going to make you feel so much better. And if you need tangible reminders for these positive thoughts, I would highly recommend getting sticky notes and sticking them all around your apartment or your room with positive affirmations and positive sentences that remind you to look for the good in things. And I've actually done this before. I got little sticky notes and I wrote things like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I am so creative. I am so positive. I make friends everywhere that I go. I love my life. I deserve all good things. And I stuck them all in places where I knew I was going to find them, whether that be inside my fridge, right above my shoe rack, in my drawers, in my mirror where I get ready every day. And I said to myself, every time I see this sticky note, I'm going to say the affirmation out loud. This may seem cheesy to you. You may think that this is super unnecessary or embarrassing, but it does make you say those words and say them out loud. And eventually you'll start to have those positive thoughts ingrained in your head more frequently. And even if you don't believe them, they're constantly being said in your head. Therefore, it's always in your mind, these positive thoughts. Sometimes I would be embarrassed when I had them around my apartment because I was like, my friends are going to see them. But I think it's cute. It's taking care of your mental health. And if I saw those sticky notes in somebody else's apartment, honestly, I would probably say it out loud. And then I'd be like, oh my God, that's so cute. I need to do that because they're definitely taking care of their mental health. And not only is it helping them, but the fact that I just saw it made me say it out loud. Therefore, it's kind of like a ripple effect and you're giving other people the chance to say the affirmation to themselves, even if it's not something that they typically practice. Now, going off of this affirmation for things about yourself, you have to remember to stay positive within yourself and practice positive self-talk. When you are feeling these negative emotions, it's really easy to start being mean to yourself and pick on yourself and think very low of yourself, but that is so unfair to do. And you have to remind yourself that you need to treat yourself like somebody that you love because you would never do that to somebody else. And I'm sure if somebody else came to you with their negative thoughts and their problems, you would try to console them and help them solve their problem without picking on them or making them feel bad about themselves. You would simply be like, it's okay. This is what I think you should do about this. And the same goes for yourself. When you are having these negative thoughts, realize that you are not your thoughts. And just because you're having them and just because they're passing by your head does not mean that they have control over you and that you have to start picking on yourself and agreeing with those thoughts. You can have these thoughts and say, I do not align with those. And I'm going to erase those thoughts from my mind. And I recognize that just because they're there doesn't mean that 
that I planted them or that I agree with them. To add on about your environment being a positive place, I think another thing that you can do is add posters to your wall or books in your room or maybe picture frames with pictures that have positive quotes on them that inspire you to have positive thoughts. Maybe it can be a vision board. Maybe it can be a picture of something that you're trying to manifest. Just things that make you excited and you look forward to. Something that you look at and it automatically brings you a smile. Maybe that could be a photo of a memory, a photo of your family. Just add more things into your environment that make you happy without even having to second guess that. If you've seen my apartment tours, you would know that I have a lot of posters around my apartment that have affirmations or little sentences that inspire or I even have my vision board in my office and all those things make me feel good and even if I have negative thoughts, I know that when I'm in my apartment, there's things all around me to make me feel good about myself and at least I know that my environment isn't adding to the negativity. And lastly, about having a positive environment, I want to say that you need to be careful with the content that you consume and the content that you are taking in on Instagram and through Netflix and whatever streaming platforms you're listening to. Obviously, every once in a while, I like seeing a sad movie or listening to sad songs or, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole on YouTube of something that's like super negative and it's interesting, whatever, but make sure that you're incorporating things that make you feel good. I think having inspiring content is so interesting and I'm not going to lie, I do spend a lot of time on TikTok, but a lot of the time that I do spend on there, I am seeing other people's positive perspectives and it gives me so much knowledge and insight and it makes me feel better because maybe I don't know people in real life that can give me that type of advice, but I can find that through the internet and if you are going to use the internet, you might as well use it in a way that's going to add to your life instead of comparing yourself to something that you didn't need to see online. That's probably unnatural for you to even see online. Okay, so we've We've talked about negative thoughts, we've talked about reframing them into more positive ones, and we've talked about ways to cultivate positive thoughts and make it almost second nature for you to start thinking more positively. But I think that there's still a difference between having positive thoughts, being someone that, you know, spreads positivity, and being an overall optimist. Because I think that being an optimist or an optimistic person, even though it is a personality trait or, you know, it can be a part of your personality, that is like a state of being rather than just having positive thoughts every here and there. I think that you can still say positive things or have positive thoughts and still overall think negatively or be a realist or kind of get down on yourself or get down on other people's aspirations. And I think switching your mindset to trying to become an optimist or have that in your back of your head is going to be so helpful because I honestly think that those are the best people to have in your life and I think that it's so refreshing when you are a very positive person whenever you walk into a room and you can bring light to the good that there is and point out things that you're grateful for not only is that going to help you but again it helps other people around you and people want to be around positive uplifted and optimistic people so whether you're trying to get a new job or whether you're trying to get into a school or you're trying to I guess in my scenario you're maybe like trying to network or you're trying to meet 
meet with new people. I would much, much, much rather be with someone that's uplifting and makes me feel good about myself. So make sure that you are that person to other people because they will pick you out of whoever it is in a group of people. Again, if you're a little bit confused on what an optimist is, I have here that an optimistic person sees the good things everywhere. They're generally confident and hopeful for what the future holds. Their point of view is that the world is full of potential opportunities and the pessimist, on the other hand, observes mainly the negative aspects of everything around them. It's so easy to worry about superficial things or things that don't really matter and when you really strip it down and you realize everything that you do have, it does put things into perspective and it makes you realize that your problems may not be as big as you're making them out to be in your mind. I'm just cutting in right now from the future and I just wanted to add something because as I'm editing this podcast, I just want to make sure that you guys understand that I'm not trying to reinforce toxic positivity, which is when you are like almost too positive to the point where it's not actually helping the situation at all. Toxic positivity, if you're unfamiliar with that, is that you think positively all the time and that your mindset is that no matter what happens, you have to be positive. And I found online that the definition of optimism is not always looking on the bright side but Dr. Seligman, I hope I'm saying that right, they define optimism as reacting to problems with a sense of confidence and high personal ability. So it is believing that negative events are temporary and manageable. Having this mindset that you should just tough it out and stay positive through whatever you're going through, I don't think is helpful and can probably cause you a lot of stress because it's not possible and emotions are so human and everybody goes through ups and downs. But I think the overall consensus of this whole talk is that you should be able to look at your situation and acknowledge it and look at it from different angles, different perspectives, keep an open mind and trying to use healthy coping mechanisms to battle whatever you're going through. After that is done, focusing on maintaining a positive outlook on life, appreciating the little things that you have, showing gratitude and staying mindful so that you don't spiral into an overthinking cycle. But yeah, hopefully that makes sense and you guys understood that I wasn't trying to promote any sort of toxic positivity because that is the worst and I hate when people try to enforce that. I also want to say two other points that I have written down here, but the first one is that if something good happens to you, give yourself credit for it, whether that be something small or big in your life. If it's something that you are proud of that took you hard work and it was effort for you to do, give yourself a little pat on the back. Give yourself a little celebration. Feel proud of yourself. I think that, again, breeds more positivity. And once you start to notice all the good that happens around you, it's going to be easier and easier to see the world from this positive lens. And lastly, I want to say that if all fails and something awkward is happening, something bad is happening, something embarrassing is happening, but you do have this elevated new mindset, be able to embrace even the most embarrassing moments. Be able to laugh at yourself, to joke at yourself, to find the humor in situations. And not only will it help you ease any embarrassment, but it'll help other people laugh. For example, okay, I have a little personal story here. Last week, if you listened to the episode, I talked about how I had a few very embarrassing moments on a red carpet at this very important LA event. And by important, I say that in kind of quotations because how important could red carpets events really be? honestly. But it was important. I was excited to be there. I had many embarrassing moments and I could have gotten really down on myself. I could have said, oh my God, I suck. I'm so embarrassing. I don't deserve to be here. This is humiliating. I'm going to never tell anybody so that nobody uses it against me. And I'm going to be negative for the rest of the night because I just ruined my shot at acting cool and fancy at this super important event. But instead, I had these embarrassing moments. I was like, what the heck just happened? I told the girl beside me what just happened. 
happened. She grounded me. She was like, look, it's not that bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose to believe you for my own sake. And then I came home. I recorded the podcast. I explained it on the podcast and I was able to laugh at myself and I was able to look at it from a positive perspective of, you know what? It wasn't that big of a deal. In retrospect, nobody remembers what happened. It's a funny story that I get to tell now. It was a learning experience for me. I probably won't make that mistake again. And even if some of you guys will be in my comments laughing at me for what just happened, at least I made you guys laugh. So I think that that's a positive way to embrace something that could have negatively impacted you. And instead of getting down on yourself and saying, oh my gosh, this sucks. I hate my life. That was so embarrassing. You can reframe those thoughts and try to look for the good in things. And again, if you struggle with looking for the good in situations, find yourself a positive friend because I assure you that they will help you find the positive in situations. I think we need to remember to not take life too seriously. For example, when I moved out last year, I had a phase where I was really negative and I was like, I have no friends in this city. Like, was this the right decision? I'm gonna go through seasonal depression. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed. I have so much work to do. And I was stuck in my apartment just like looking outside the glass, feeling like a little animal in a cage in a zoo being like, oh my God, I wanna go outside, but I can't. And my boyfriend would be like, literally go on a walk. And I'd go on a walk and I'd see people laughing and smiling and having a grand old time. And I was like, okay, maybe I should do this more often. Maybe I should step outside of my little cave more often and see that there's a whole world going on and I should stop being a little bit of a self-absorbed human that is only focusing on my problems. You know what I mean? So anyways, guys, this is an ongoing battle. We're trying our best every single day. It's easier said than done, but we can try our best to incorporate so many positive thoughts that it overshadows the negative ones, at least. I have my book here about 101 essays that will change the way you think and I highlighted a few key quotes that really apply to this so I just want to read them out to you. This chapter is about how to know when the only thing in the way of your happiness is you and it says you choose what you think should be right rather than what actually is. You're more loyal to the ideas you have about things than the honest reality you know them to be and I think that this really applies because sometimes again you can really get in your head and start to believe that your thoughts are true when in reality that isn't the case and you're choosing to believe the thoughts that are happening in your head and you're choosing to give into them. Okay, I feel like I've rambled enough. I hope that this kind of made sense and it kind of opened your eyes a little bit to ways that you can cope with these feelings instead of suppressing them because we know that that is so bad for us and our body will intuitively tell us and warn us when we are doing this. I want to say before I end off this podcast that my challenge for you this week is to two things actually one I want you to make a list of all the things that you're excited for and you're looking forward to and two I want you to spend a day doing a bunch of things that give you energy if you guys have seen on Pinterest there is this thing called the energy givers and energy drainers and energy givers are activities or things that you do that make you feel good that make you feel positive and that just inspire you for example mine would be when I wake up early when I get eight hours of sleep, when I listen to a healthy podcast, when I eat healthy food, when I surround myself with good people. I want you to do this maybe on a Sunday night or like the night before and then prepare yourself for the next day to live that entire day doing all these things that you know make you feel good. And at the end of the day, you can even do a little reflection and say, how did I feel at the end of this day? Did doing all these healthy things that I know give me energy make me feel good at the end of the day? And I assure you that your answer is going to be yes. And knowing this, 
I want you to incorporate those activities or those mindsets or those thoughts in your everyday life. Because again, having this process of turning into a much more positive person is not an overnight thing, but even if you're 5% better the next day, it's still 5% better than the day before. And after a few weeks, after a few months, after even a few days, you are going to feel a lot better about yourself. That was the episode. I hope that you guys liked it. I love you guys. I'm so exhausted actually now that I'm done filming this. It's like 11.52 p.m. I'm great for you and if you're listening up to this point of the episode i love you so much enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.